0: Hey guys, you're listening to My Train of Thought. I'm your host, Allie. I'm a trans, non-binary, queer, lesbian, and I use they, them pronouns. You can find us on Instagram at my train of thought underscore AG. This is a safe place to talk about the hard and serious stuff, but also to share stories and opinions. Now, let's start the episode. Every time I go to record the intro, I think... I don't need to look at my script. I'll be able to do it just fine. I haven't memorized at this point. And as you'll hear by the intro on this episode, that is simply not the case. But that's okay. <laughs> this episode is- a, this not this episode. This podcast is never perfect. So, um, hi guys. Um, new year. I posted a 2022 year, year recap. And, um, I recorded that in December, so hopefully there's nothing scary in it. Um, I don't, I didn't even edit it, so I was hoping and praying that I didn't say anything bad in it, but I wanted to get an episode out to kind of get the momentum going for the new year. Um, I have high, high hopes for the podcast this year. Um, that's it, I have high hopes. (laughs) I've kind of started planning some episode ideas. I want to do a lot more like having guests on because I think it adds for some interesting conversation. So if you have ideas for guests, if you want to be a guest, let me know. I'm open to interviewing whoever. But this episode is just me and I am going to be talking about dating and breakups. So, as many of you know, either you know me personally or, uh, through TikTok or whatever, I recently went through a breakup or am going through a breakup. Um, it's my first queer breakup, which has been intense, um, but, uh, this episode isn't going to be, like, to hash out anything. It's going to be about, um kind of the, it's going to be positive oriented, you know, talking about how I'm getting through it, how I'm doing, um, how I'm making myself feel good, all that kind of stuff. So, um, but I do just want to touch on the fact that breakups are hard no matter what, and your first queer breakup is going to be dramatic. (laughs) at least for me, it felt like the end of the world at first. Um, obviously it wasn't and it isn't, but, um, you know, first truly queer love, you just feel it so passionately and you're so bonded to one another that if you end up breaking up, it's, it's really hard. And it, sounds like cliche, but it actually genuinely is, and so if anyone else is going through something similar, um, my heart goes out to you, but like I said, I want this to be a more positive episode, so I'm not gonna talk too much about the, like, sadness that comes with the breakup, um, because we all, I, I don't mean to minimize it, or if you are feeling sad, that is totally valid, and you don't need to be constantly picking yourself up it is important to feel your emotions but um I don't want to dwell on the sadness and let it overtake my life so I see you I sympathize and empathize with you if you're going through a breakup I know how it feels um I'm literally in it so don't feel alone if you need someone to talk my dms are always open Okay, so the first thing I'm going to talk about is loving myself. So I've had this bad habit in the past of getting into a relationship one after the other. And not that there's anything wrong with that, but I fall in love pretty quickly, I think. Like, I I just fall in love really quickly. Like, I just love people and I love learning about people. And so then if there's any type of, like physical romantic chemistry, like, I'm instantly in love, um, but I want to, like, slow things down and be single and kind of date myself and love myself, and this has proven to be difficult, but I'm gonna share some of my tips and tricks for that, um, which, the first thing, which I feel like is so easy, this is the easiest thing you can do to make yourself feel a little bit better after a breakup. Controlling the things you can control. That sounds broad, so let me give you examples of what I mean. Like, I've been trying to make my bed every day, and that is, like, such a small task. It, I don't make it perfect. I literally just throw the covers up, fix the pillows, There's bumps and wrinkles in it, but it looks so much better than the covers, like, all the shambles, and I feel like it makes my room look so much cleaner if my bed is somewhat made. But I do that, so then my space just looks a little bit more put together, and then that brings my mood up because it doesn't feel so chaotic. Um, And, like, similarly trying to keep your spaces somewhat organized or clean, um, obviously, if you're going through a rut or whatever, you might be prone to leave some things out or whatever, and that's totally fine, but I've been trying to at least once a week have, like, a reset day. Say, okay, I'm gonna take Sunday or whenever it is to reset my space so I can start fresh, try again this week, hopefully not be as messy, but if I am, it's okay because I know I'll have a reset day. Um, But just, like, the literal, actual, physical things in your life that you absolutely have 100% control over do those things, like, what you eat, what your routine looks like, who you're spending your time with, um, you know, what you're doing for fun, what you're doing before bed, like, are you scrolling on TikTok, are you reading a book, you know, whatever it is for you, not that TikTok is bad, but sometimes, like, you know, the phrase doom scrolling comes up, and you get kind of locked in on there. So try to control the things you can control because after a breakup your life can feel so out of control because everything feels like it's changing, like you're having to change the whole way you do life basically, especially if it was a long-term relationship. Um you're you're rewiring your brain to work in a way that doesn't include this person in the way you thought it would and like if you're anything like me my world revolves around my partners when I have them and so so it can be it, it makes your world feel like it's falling apart because the like routines and everything that you had are totally changing and so i would just suggest you know, trying to make your own routine, make a morning routine, make a night routine. Literally put as much structure in your life as you can because then it'll make you feel less like you're spiraling and less like you're out of control. And another one of the things you can control is hanging out with friends and, like, who specifically you're hanging out with, but also at the same time, literally just spending time with people is really good after a breakup. It reminds you that you have people in your corner that aren't uh, your former partner or your ex. Like, I get really close-minded in relationships, and my partner becomes my best friend, and so then when we break up, it feels like I have no friends, but that is not true, and so that's also why I want to have a time of singleness is so that I can um build relationships with friends so that I can have this like support system that I know I can fall back on even with unrelated to like dating things like I just know I have people to hang out with because I've learned that I am an extrovert unfortunately I love people I love hanging out with people I get sad if I don't talk to people And so, um, I've been trying to hang out with some friends and stuff more, so I've made some plans, and that's been really helpful, even if it's literally just sitting around and talking or, like, being somewhere together, like, just studying at the same time in the same place, just knowing that you have someone there, um, can be really helpful. And I think also it's, uh, breakups are a great time to make new friends because, I mean, one way to bond is that, you know, you can meet other people that are going through a breakup and you'll kind of bond over that, um, the fact that you're going through something similar, and then once you meet friends, you can, um, meet their friends and, like, just grow your circle, but just meeting new people, And building those relationships and figuring out how, what you like about those relationships, what you get from them, and how they're benefiting you because your friendships can be huge indicators of what you need in a partner, in a romantic partner, Um, because your partner should be a friend, too. Like, they I mean, I feel like that's obvious. Like, it's often their boyfriend, girlfriend, like, they are literally your friend, like, kind of like your main friend and so um really leaning into your friendships to see what you like and don't like so that you can um communicate those needs with a partner when you um when the time comes. So another thing I want to talk about in terms of breakups is dating yourself. So I talked about friend and building those relationships so that you can understand, you know, how you relation with other people, but have you considered how you relation with yourself? I don't think relation is a verb like that, but I'm using it. Have you considered taking yourself on dates? Have you considered, um, telling yourself sweet things? Have you considered buying yourself flowers, you know, to quote Miley Cyrus, I can buy myself flowers, you know, you know, I am trying to do that right now. It's going okay. Um, but <laughs> I talked to my therapist a lot about mm, about this a lot and she thinks that it's, she was telling me like how that is like such a healthy or not, I don't know if healthy is the right word, but it's like a really good way to look at a breakup and look at a time of singleness is that you're dating yourself. So, like, yeah, you're single, but also claiming the fact that you're not looking for a relationship. You're not looking to date, because, I mean, that's where I am. Um, You do you. If you want to immediately date right after a breakup, you know, go for it. But I personally want to have a time of singleness, and so... um, Oh, wow, I lost my train of thought. But, yes, I want to have a time of singleness, and so claiming that you're not actively seeking relationships is really powerful because it makes it seem like to me I used to in the past when I was single I was really sad because I just I I do have so much love and I love having a partner and being able to share that love and that bond that's like one of my favorite things in the world is like loving people but sometimes I think it makes me forget to love myself. And so I want to get really good at loving myself before I try and, like, give my heart to someone new. Um, just because I think it, it it's really important to know yourself. And I also want to, like, work on myself. Like, I've learned some, like, um, quote-unquote flaws. Like, I... Um, have learned that I'm pretty codependent and um, like I'm a people pleaser and like these things and so I want to try and work on those things so I can be my healthiest self for someone um, so I can be aware of you know what triggers those feelings and what um. how I might react for certain in certain situations so that I can be aware of it and like let my partner know be like hey if we're talking about this type of thing, I might start to get really upset. Um, it's like nothing personal. You know, being able to communicate um, things that um, are important and about you. And they're not necessarily something that goes away when you work on them. Like if you are codependent, you don't necessarily um, lose that, but you learn how to um, minimize those feelings and um, work through it so that it's not doing harm anymore um, or just like sometimes just being aware of it is all you need and once you're aware then um, you're not going to be doing those things as often so that is breakup tips we're moving on to a little bit more fun combo we're talking about flirting And the first thing I want to say about flirting is why is flirting simultaneously the funnest thing and the ickiest thing? Like, I love to flirt. I love it. I love the feeling, like the butterflies, like it's so exciting, it's so fun, but if I tell anyone, if I tell any of my friends... Like, if I show them a flirty message or I tell them something I said, immediately no. Like, that's so, it's so embarrassing. Like, <laughs> especially when it's like, I don't know. Flirting is just so funny to me. Um, I love it, though. And I will continue to do it. And I will do it forever. And I will continue to love it. And I will continue to be embarrassed about it. Now, you know when you send, like, a flirty message and then you immediately, like, throw your phone across the room? Yeah, that's been me a lot lately. I'm in my flirting era. Like, I'm just flirting with people and thinking about people, um, who I think are cute. Um, and then, you know, planning our weddings. No, just kidding. Just kidding, just kidding. Um, that's an inside joke. So, if you're listening, hey. Um, (laughs) uh, I made a joke and it made me forget what I was talking about. I'm embarrassed. I just sent a flirty message. (laughs) Should I read it? No. (laughs) Um, I keep getting interrupted by someone that I am kind of flirting with. So, sorry about that. Anyways, um, yeah, I think everyone should flirt and also start flirting with your friends. Big advocate for flirting with your friends. Like, um, bring back flirting with your friends 2023, um, I think that's so important, great bonding, um, also, like, tell your friends they're hot, tell your friends they're sexy, tell the, your friends that they are, you would literally die for them, <laughs> um, that's a bit dramatic, but yeah, I, I think flirting is so important, so fun, and it, it takes your mind off the fact that you don't have, like, a partner too flirt with if you're flirting with random people, um, so it gives you that little, like, tee hee feeling, um, and it's harmless. You can flirt, and it can mean nothing, and you can literally flirt and never talk to someone again, or, like, you can literally just be friends, and you can be flirting, and flirt doesn't sound like a word anymore because I've said it a million times, but that's my philosophy. I think it's really good. Um, another philosophy that I talked with my therapist about is fantasizing, you know, uh, making up scenarios in your head. Now, should you make up these things and then act upon them right away? Immediately, no. Don't be fantasizing about someone, you know, a month after your breakup if it's long term. I mean, it depends on... Timeline is... Whatever short time frame would be, depending on your previous relationship, um, don't be going out trying to find the love of your life next week. Literally, work on yourself first. Get over that person before you do that. But at the same time, you know, if there's a cutie in one of your classes or if there's a cutie at your work um, or you get on the little dating apps and you you meet a cutie, um, yeah, plan your life out. Plan your wedding together. Plan your house and your kids and your pets and plan all of that and be devastated when it doesn't go true. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, but I think it's, it's, I mean, it takes your mind again. It's about taking your mind off of the past relationship. So it's rewiring your brain to think about other people in ways that you might've been thinking about your ex. So like, yeah, fantasize. I think that's important. Um, just think about other people, you know, think about, yeah, and those fantasies, again, it's all about trying to find what you would want in a partner, so, that is my advice with flirting slash dating after a breakup. I'm doing the, trying to do the, like, wait half of the length of the relationship before you get into a new relationship type beat, because I want to make sure I'm quite healthy. That being said, I'm not, like, closing the doors off. Like, I will go on dates and whatever, but I'm not, like, actively pursuing a relationship, if that makes sense. And I think the half the relationship thing is really good because it allows you time to rewire your brain and get healthy. Now, if you are together for, like, I would say over like, five years, maybe even less, like, three years, like, a year and a half is a long time to wait, but, or, like, two and a half years, whatever it is, so, like, obviously, just feel it out what feels comfortable for you, but, like, um, my ex and I were together for, like, a year and a half, almost two years, so I was thinking about, like, eight-month timeline was kind of my goal, um, And I think that it'll be really good and healthy to allow me to time to heal so that I can be my best for someone else. But moral of the story, if you're going through a breakup, you're going to be okay. You're going to heal. You're going to be okay alone. I think, you know, everyone's quick to be like, oh, you'll find someone else. There's plenty of fish in the sea. But I think you're going to be okay alone. You're okay to be by yourself. You're okay to be single. There's nothing wrong with being single. And, you know, if I was in a relationship and I was giving you this advice and I was, a, and then this other version of me <laughs> was a single person, yeah, I would be annoyed if a person in a relationship was telling me, it's okay to be single, like, F off, like, you don't... <laughs> you have a partner, but me, as a newly single person, I'm telling you, it's okay, it's okay to be single, um, granted, I am in the early stages of singleness, so, like, you know, if I'm still single, like, a year from now, I might be, like, I can't do this anymore, (laughs) but I, you're gonna be okay, it's gonna be okay, you know, take what I said that resonates with you, leave the rest, Whoa, a plane just started flying overhead and it sounds kind of crazy. Anyways, you're going to be okay. I believe in you. I love you. Make friends. Have crushes. Flirt with your friends. Kiss people. Go out with your friends. You know, just make plans, do things that make you feel good, make you feel happy. So, like, obviously, if you don't like going out, don't go out. But, you know, also get out of your comfort zone. Do a few things that you don't necessarily, you wouldn't necessarily think that you would like. Because maybe you'll surprise yourself. Especially if you've never tried it before. So, that is dating and breakups. I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, if you have ideas for future episodes, let me know. Make sure to follow the plan podcast on whatever platform you're listening on um you know maybe drop a few reviews I don't think I have any reviews I think I have like maybe a couple uh star ratings on Spotify but that's because i forced people to um people that I know to give me good ratings um because then more people can find my podcast um did I already say the Patreon? Um subscribe to the Patreon I am going to be posting Um, a blog post every week, and then you also get completely unedited versions of the pod, and once I start getting some subscribers, there's going to be a lot more perks and stuff, but I just, (laughs) there's no point in me making the extra perks for no Patreon subscribers, so there's, it's just unedited pods and blog posts right now, um, there's like a, a Spotify playlist on there, there's, there's some fun things, so, go check that out. You know, it supports me and my creativity. Um, so yeah, and follow us on Instagram, thought underscore ag. You can follow my personal Instagram at ally.gals. All of this will be linked in the show notes. Um, but yeah, let me know, uh, if you have any other ideas for episodes. I'm cut, I'm starting to repeat myself now, so I'm going to end it here. Love you guys. Bye.